You're listening to Weekend Joe, driven by Munganat St. Louis Acura here on ClabesOnline.com. The fun and games start after this. With over 500 vehicles in stock, St. Louis Acura has one of the best inventories in the Midwest. We sold a record 214 cars in April and want to break that record in May. Our customers have always been our number one priority. That's why we are the nation's only 29-time Acura Precision Team winner for customer satisfaction. We offer free vehicle pickup and delivery to your home or office. St. Louis Acura, better than ever for you. The weekend just got more entertaining. It's Weekend Joe on Claves Online, driven by Munganast St. Louis Acura. Hear from some of the big names in St. Louis and national sports every weekend. And now, here's Joe Roderick and me. I'm Andy Hanselman. Hey, welcome on into another episode of Weekend Joe, driven by Munganat St. Louis Acura. Munganat's Alton Toyota right here on ClavesOnline.com. I'm Joe Roderick, joined alongside by Andy Hanselman. And Andy, I don't know if you can tell or not, but I think I sound different tonight to our listeners. Yeah, you probably sound real different because, because I think you're driving. You're going you're to probably kill yourself doing this. I'm not going to kill myself doing this. Like that's not going to happen. I don't, I don't want people to think that um, what, what might happen though, is I might get lost. I might not know. Uh, it might take me a little longer to get where I'm going, which is, uh, which is a softball game, Andy. Are you, are you heading out to uh, Kirkwood? I believe it's Webster Groves, which again is the same thing, exact same thing. Wait. Andy, it's like it's like New York, New Jersey. I mean, it's the same thing. Like Belleville, East St. Louis, same thing. No, 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 no. Those are I'm driving through East St. Louis right now, Andy. I can tell you it's a lot different than Belleville. Oh, okay. Yeah, a lot. Maybe like Belleville, O'Fallon. Maybe that. Maybe Belleville, Fairview Heights. That's another good one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and Edwardsville, Glen Carbon's a pretty good one. Maryville, Collinsville. Yeah, that's that's another. Yeah, you you know, um, Chesterfield and uh, or I don't know what what else is out there. I, I don't know. Maryland, um, West West County, Chesterfield, unincorporated right. St. Louis County. Joe, yeah. you're gonna make a lot of people mad by saying that Kirkwood and Webster are the same thing, though. I, you know what? Hey, uh, you know, it, it's the same thing to me. Tomato, tomato. Uh, I'm sorry. The, Our friend. Our friend John Marisak is going to be a, a banty little rooster about this. You know what? He's yet to say something to me about it. Um, and I I just, I have a feeling that's because he's not a, as loyal of a listener to the show as I thought he might be. Oh, but I have, a feeling, I have a feeling he might listen to today's episode, given the guest list. Who's on the show today, Joe? Here you go. I knew that was. I knew that was going to lead you right to it. I knew that was. I knew that was going to work. Andy, uh, the guest on today's show, the wrestler Mickey James, is on the program today. Oh wow! Yeah. So uh, Mickey James, who I've actually had on quite a few times, I've had her on two radio rows. And Andy, we have Mickey James and I have hung out in the past. She and I have hung out at a Super Bowl party in Miami where um, it was the Donovan McNabb party. 
uh, which uh, while we were there, Jamie Foxx was there. And one of Jamie Foxx's bodyguards got into a fight. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I think a drunk guy tried to get a little too loud with with, uh, Jamie Foxx. And they just weren't having that. Yeah. And, you know, it just, you know, it wasn't any given Sunday. And they just, uh, they kind of threw the drunk guy out on his ass. Ah, well, you know what? I, I've seen it firsthand. You have to behave yourself at those parties. You, you really do. And, you know, you can get a little drunk. You can get a little crazy. I just have a feeling you do that around Jamie Foxx, you know, and then things aren't going to go that well for you. It's not going to end well. Who else? No, multi-talented, it? multi-talented Jamie Foxx. I had a conversation with somebody about this the other day. Joe, what's a better performance? Joaquin Phoenix in uh, Walk the Line or Jamie Foxx in Ray? I've never seen Ray. Really? Yeah. Never seen Ray. I've seen the line. So I know Joaquin Phoenix did a, did a hell of a job as Johnny Cash. I've never seen, I've never seen the movie Ray. You have to, you have to see Ray. Yeah, I, I think and Andy, one of the things while driving and doing the show, one of the things I wonder right now is how my connection might hold up at certain points of the drive. Uh, one of those being right now, Andy, is I am currently driving over the Mississippi River. First time in show history that I have driven over the river while doing the show as I'm looking at the arch and I'm looking at the uh, the light. Yeah, and you, uh, and you. And I out. think as I as I said that, and look at that. You see, but we warned Andy. We warned the listeners that that might just happen. It, it, and it happened right as you're crossing the river. It always does. If if you cross a river for some reason, cell phone signal travel across the river. No, I doesn't like it. Joe, does your uh, does your car have built-in no. Wi-Fi? This car does not. The car that I'm, the, the fine uh, Jeep Cherokee that I'm driving right now from the folks at Mungan Assault and Toyota, this one does not have the built-in Wi-Fi. I do have one, uh, the other one, the, uh, the Ford Escape or the Ford Explorer. I can never remember if it's an Escape or an Explorer, the other car that I have. That one does have the built-in Wi-Fi. Oh, okay. But I can, I can tell you this. Yeah, when we, uh, when we take the road trip in September and we rent that car from Mungan Assault and Toyota, uh, we're going to get a car that has built-in Wi-Fi, a uh, hybrid, a TV. All of the bells and whistles are, are what I'm going to uh, uh, what I'm going to ask for when I rent a car from Munganass Alton Toyota. Which Andy, I got a message from a listener today that they w- called Munganass Alton Toyota and rented a car for a work road trip that they're going on. They said, Andy, I'm going to read you the message right here, and hopefully, I'm still. Co- am I still connected right now? You're still connected. Okay, good, because I want to read this to you, and I got off the Zoom call 60% cheaper than Avis or Enterprise's quoted price is what this listener got by going to Munganass Alton Toyota by texting Jamie. First, they texted me. I gave them Jamie Burkhart's direct cell phone number. They texted him. Jamie put them in a rental car for 60% of the the price. And, Joe, we live in a time where a rental car – uh, rental car prices are up about 30% right Holy now. Holy shit. I, it is, I mean, it's crazy. So, Andy, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but uh, our next Munganass road trip, I'm going, and all of this became official this week. Andy, um, two weeks from Sunday, I am flying back out to Denver, Colorado, and I am going to this year's Major League Baseball All-Star Game. Are you a credentialed member of the media, man? 
credentialed member of uh, credentialed media member, man. So I am going to the, uh, going to be at the all-star game getting in Sunday, very early Sunday morning. So we will be there for the futures game, the celebrity softball game, the home run derby, all of the media availability that will be there. Uh, we will be there. And I've noticed one of the things like they basically said, bring your vaccination card. If you want to get access to any of the players. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's the thing. Like, so I, um, earlier on Thursday, I went to Bush stadium for before the, uh, the Cardinals pirates game. I wanted to get a feel of what it's like going down there and covering games now, because now if you're vaccinated, you're allowed to go on the field. You still have to wear a mask, but you're allowed to go on the field, but I had to go up. I had to show my vaccination card to the, uh, to, to the woman there at the credential box. And they, they gave me, you know, full access to, to get on the field. And that's basically what the all-star game has said is, Hey, show us your credential. If you want any kind of access this, this week. So, yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll be there for that. So, but I want it. So I know that there is a lot of work that, that goes into that week. You know, two years ago, we, we did it in Cleveland. And I know there's not much downtime. I think the only thing that we did, because I went with Ben Boyd uh, from KMOX, and he'll be there again going with me uh, to this for KMOX stuff. So we, I think the, the only two things we were able to do that whole week outside you know, before, you know, until the game was over on, on Tuesday night, we went and went, we went and saw the house from a Christmas story on Monday and then Tuesday before the game, we went out and we went like downtown Cleveland and went and got something to eat. Didn't you have something, so, real, didn't you have something real delicious in Cleveland? Uh, I think it was, I, I think we just went and got pizza from somewhere. I'm trying to think if we, I'm trying to think what you might be thinking of. Some like some regional Cleveland dish. Did I get a sandwich with fries on it? Hang on a minute. Let me, let's look here. That you, also might be what... the, you also visited the um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and tried to do a, story, a show from there. Andy, I was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame three different times that week. Uh, in, those, in those days I was there. I tried to do a radio show from there. I was kicked out um, after getting full access from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. Um, was, was not, what was not uh, my fault for getting kicked out again, just, you know, vintage vinyl on, on Sirius XM. If you want to boycott that station, I recommend doing that. All other stations, they're just fine. They're great station, vintage vinyl station, yeah, boycott that. Um, but then we were there for a party and then we were there for a brunch ah. where I, yeah, where I tried to, uh, I tried to get a free pair of Mike Trout shoes. Didn't work out for me. They were they were meant for children, not grown ass men. Oh no! <laughs> Yo, it looks like Cleveland is famous for corned beef sandwiches. Would never get that. Pierogies. Would eat. Would oh, eat. Uh, would eat a, five pounds a, of pierogies. I would eat five pounds of pierogies right now. Did you get a Polish boy, which is a Polish sausage topped with fries? I don't think I did, but my God, I, if I would have seen that on a menu somewhere, I would have <laughs> eaten that so fast. I got, when I was up in Milwaukee, I got a brat with mac and cheese on it. Yeah. 
Andy, but I digress. The the story I wanted to tell, the what I was trying to, you know, the point I was trying to make with this, uh, when we started off talking about how you could rent a car from Munganas Alton Toyota for 60% cheaper than what Enterprise or Avis will try to get you for. Um, I So I wanted to rent a car for like a day or two in Colorado to at your first thing in the morning, maybe drive up into the mountains and just go you know, just go sightseeing around the mountains. That was my hope and plan to do. So I go on and start looking at cars. And again, like I figure I'm going into the mountains. I need an SUV for this. Andy, none cheaper than like $500. Oh yeah. That's ridiculous. So I saw somebody on social media talking about this app called Turo, T-U-R-O. Have you heard of this? I have not. I, I texted uh, Corey and Skip, one of our sponsors, about it. I texted John Marisek about it. They both were well aware of it. It's Airbnb for cars. Okay. So I could rent your 2017 Chevy Traverse for a day and a half for like 150 bucks, And I get... 400 miles to drive it wherever the hell I want to drive it. Huh. Or else I pay you more money. That sounds for cheaper. Right. So I'm going to try it. I'm, I'm going to give this, I'm going to give this a try when, when I'm out there and see how that goes. I mean, would you really want to drive somebody else's car? I don't, I mean, if it's for a day, and I'm truly only doing it to go into, you know, go to the mountains or something. I don't think I care. Would you, would you buy a car just to do this? What do you, what do you mean? If you like, if you wanted to have it here in St. Louis and rent a car to somebody, would you buy a car just to do it? Just to rent it out to people? Uh-huh. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know if I would do that. I don't know if I would either. I, I mean, I feel, though, like St. Louis is not the kind of city that you go and rent a car and drive around, right? Sure you do. It's a very, St. Louis is a very car-driven city. Um, by the way, I'm trying to find What's this place. Again? I think I took a wrong turn, but I think I've found it again. Turo? How do you spell Turo? Yeah. T-U-R-O. Uh, I want to rent a car. We'll, we'll just say in Edwardsville. All right, we'll do current location. I want to pick it up tomorrow. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, the Saturday at 10 a.m. Return it uh, Monday at 10 a.m. I'll see what I can find. Well, I can run an Escalade for two twenty-five a day. Oh, I can run a Maserati for two sixty-two a day. An Audi R eight. Are you oh. are you upset that you didn't see this like before your birthday, and you could have just driven around all day in your, for your birthday in a Maserati? Yes. <laughs> Kelly says I can't fit in a Maserati. <laughs> <laughs> Are they that, are they small? Are they tiny little cars? No, they're not tiny, but I'm really big. Well, then go get yourself an Escalade. 
I'm going to get paid in the Escalade. Yeah. <laughs> I can put, I can fit. Andy, I, can, I think, I can Andy, fit I think you can thing. fit in a Maserati. Yeah, I think you could. I can, I can easily fit in that thing. I bet you could. It, I mean, no, my hips would be, my hips would be overflowing out of it, but I'd be, but I'd be in the MFR. <laughs> Roll the windows down. Roll the windows down, sir. Uh, sir, did you by chance go inner tubing this weekend? Uh, your inner tube appears to be flowing out of your windows. Um, I didn't, I didn't go inner tubing anybody. I, 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 I just, I'm, I'm, I'm a big boy. <laughs> oh God, Andy, I have, I have entered, um, I have entered the. Uh... I don't know. I guess I don't know what part of Webster Groves this is that I'm in. But Andy, there's a lot of nice houses out in this part of Webster Groves. There really are. It reminds me. It reminds me of a downtown Edwardsville. That's what it does. Like on Main Street in Edwardsville. Yeah, it's very similar to Edwardsville. The Big Ben running through there is like Main Street. I wonder if they do recruiting there, like you like to say. Well, it's in Missouri, so they can legally recruit. I believe. I, I think it's just free game over here, isn't it? Uh, I, I don't think so. I think the private no? schools, I think the private schools can, but the public schools can't. Oh, okay. So the private schools do it, but in uh, Illinois, it's just Edwardsville that does it. I gotcha. Th- those are false allegations. I gotcha. Okay. So, but but yeah. So that's uh, that's something we're gonna do. I'll update it uh, on that, um, and we'll uh, we'll we're gonna have a good time out there. Lots of coverage out there. Probably lots of interviews that'll be coming your way now, here. Being- here. You're gonna be in Denver, Georgia, the suburb of Atlanta, so that way you can go to the baseball baseball game in Atlanta. Nope, 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 nope. It is uh, it is the Colorado Rockies Stadium in Denver, Colorado. Coors Field is uh, is what it's called. So I feel like I I messed that up last week too. I just I keep forgetting. Yeah, you you do really do. You uh, you you really do. Uh, Here's hoping I'm at the right field for uh, for this week. I always worry about that because I think there's multiple entrances to this uh, field that I play at. And I haven't been here in a few weeks, Andy. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it the old college try with my hamstring uh, the way that it is. Oh yeah. Yeah. uh, I played on Monday. I was able to play first base. I was able to hit Andy running the bases. Not so easy. I am. uh, I am very slow on my feet now. Cannot push off, but when it comes to biking, or running stairs or just going on a nice long yog, uh, no problems at all. It's sprinting that uh, my body is incapable of doing at the moment. Uh, I like that so- when you use a soft J for a yog. Yeah, that's how it's, uh, I believe that's how it's uh, pronounced, is it, it not? It is. It, it's a, yeah, okay. it's a yog, soft J. Okay, good. So the sprinting, the sprinting is bothersome. Yeah, it's the pushing off on the sprint that, well, then, uh, there's, that is. There's, only, so. there's one solution to that, Joe. What's that? Just hit a home run every time. You know what? That's just not my swing, Andy. That's not the way I swing a baseball bat. What about a softball bat? It's different. I just like nice line drives, nice line drives, and get on base. That's my I game. Think, I think you need to just. I think you need to just hit some over the, over the outfielder's heads. I, that, that is one thing. I you know I might spend the off season just working on building a home run swing in softball. And just, just make that my game, you know? I mean, Barry Bonds did it the natural way back in the uh, late 90s. Uh, I yeah. believe around 90, uh, after 1998, Barry Bonds, you know, he saw what Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa did in their home run chase. And he said, you know what? I'm going to go and I'm going to get into a gym 
And I'm going to naturally um, just increase the mass of my body and work on my swing to hit more home runs. And that's what he did. I, he just, you know, he ate a lot of protein. He did. Um, and maybe, maybe took a little bit of creatine. Yeah. No, Joe, I, Joe, I, I, he, lots of vitamins too. Lots Joe, of, uh, I think men's no, no, no. days. Yeah. No, no, no. Joe, you're, you're confused. Like I was, he, he took the clear, he took steroids. Nope. Nope. I, I, you know what, um, you show me a positive test in the history of Barry Bonds and I, uh, but I, and I will, uh, I, I, I will, I, I will he, apologize for that. I think he admitted to it. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't, you know, we, I, I've had a conversation with him once in my life and, it, and that never came up. And, oh, you, you, you didn't talk to him about it. It did not. I I felt that if if that would have been the perfect time for him to naturally bring it up and admit to it, if it, yeah. if that was the case, hmm. did not happen. Where'd you Where'd you talk to him, Joe? Just at Bush Stadium. At the state, yeah, the dugout at Bush Stadium. Okay. Yeah. He just and he just didn't want to fess up, huh? Yeah. Did you try to hold what? him accountable? What's that? Did you try to hold him accountable? No, no, I did not. Absolutely not. By the way, so this uh, something happened in baseball uh, this week that was pretty cool. So I don't know if you saw this. Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, um, a guy by the name of Wander Franco uh, debuted. He is the first player in Major League Baseball to be born in the year 2001. No. Oh. Okay. So Cespedes Barbecue, Jake Mintz, Cespedes Barbecue, who we had on the show a few weeks ago. He went and posted the years of the first player from each year that debuted in Major League Baseball. Do you understand what I'm saying here? Like yes. Wander Franco, the first player from 2001, born in 2001, to debut in baseball. Yes. So listen to this. Here are some of the names on this uh, on this list. So from 2000, Elvis uh, Luci Luciano who I believe, I want to say he's with the Oakland Athletics and still somewhat young. Uh, maybe he's with the Braves. I cannot, I, I, you might have to look this up for me, Andy. Elvis Luciano. Elvis. But again, I mean, the guy would be 21 years old to talk about if he's good or not. I mean, how, how good he is, is would not be fair to him at this age. Yeah, he's Feb uh, February 15th, 2000. Where, where, what team is he with? Oh, the Blue Jays. Hmm. Okay. The Buffalo Blue Jays. Uh, you know, he's a pitcher for the, uh, uh, so hang on a minute here. Let's see where he plays. Yeah. Find, find that out for me. Uh, last year or this year, he's playing for the New Hampshire Fisher Cats in Manchester, New Hampshire, a affiliate of the Toronto Blue Jays. Okay, so he was he he debuted with the Blue Jays. The first player is born in the year two thousand. Book still out on whether how good he'll be. The first player from nineteen ninety born in nineteen ninety nine, Fernando Tatis Jr. Oh, really? The first, the first player born in Major League Baseball history born in nineteen ninety eight, Juan Soto. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> he takes this all the way back to nineteen seventy five. So Andy, here we go from nineteen seventy five. To 1980, I'm going to read you the first players debuted by those ages. Okay. 75, Alex Rodriguez. 76, Edgar Renteria. 77, Andrew Jones. 78, Aramis Ramirez. 79, Adrian Beltre. 80, Albert Pujols. 
Huh. All of those guys pretty good at baseball. Yeah. <laughs> and they're the first guys. So they're the first guy from their birth year to be in Major League Baseball. Yes. Interesting. Right. So it's it's just so cool to see that that happening and to see, I mean, some of the other names on this list, Felix Hernandez, Justin Upton, Clayton Kershaw, Madison Bumgardner, Bryce Harper, uh, some of the other names on this on this list of guys that were born, the firstborn to make their major league, you know, of their year to make their major league debut. So it's it's really cool to see uh, to see this and Wander Franco did so and Homer in his uh in the first game of his career so you think you uh, would think I, that, and you would think that if you went as far back to like 69 which is the year ken Griffey jr was born when he came when he made his debut in 89 that he had to be the first from 69 to make I, his debut. I, yeah and uh, unfortunately i mean they don't really go much further outside of uh of this i mean he just goes all the way back to 75 so I mean, it is it is unfortunate that you we can't just go and see just how crazy this list might be for uh, for this. So, yeah, that would be it's it is really cool. So yeah, so yeah, um, that uh, that happened this uh, this week, and uh, it was, I, I also saw it was Jordan. Wa- by the way, Jordan Walker, who is just killing it right now down at Palm Beach for the Cardinals, their Class A team. Uh, he was born in two thousand two. So if the Cardinals wanted to call him up from a ball all the way to the major leagues as a 19 year old, yeah, um, they could, they could do that. And he would be the first player born in 2002. I'm not suggesting they do that. Right. Well, they, I know they need to do something because they're effing terrible. I, God, it's yeah, it is. I mean, they, it, it has not been fun to watch. And it's getting harder and harder every day to do the uh, to do the show with um, with Bob Ramsey because I'm trying to be the optimistic one here, and Ooh. he's the old pessimist, right? In uh, in this, and so now one of the things is I have called for Wade LeBlanc to get a uh, to get a start, the the lefty that the Cardinals just signed, a free agent from the Orioles, just to give him a start. I mean, it's got to be better than whatever the hell Carlos Martinez is throwing up there. And when Rammer and I were talking about it, he goes, oh, yeah, he'll be a savior. He wasn't even a savior for his high school team. So, Andy, I am now on a mission to find out what his high school stats were. And to find out how good he was back in high school. So that'd be pretty easy to find. So far, it is not. What I have found, though, is uh, the baseball coach at his high school, the email address. And might be sending that guy an email. You should. Saying, hey, I'm a dumbass podcaster in St. Louis. Just want us to know what Lade LeBlanc's high school stats looked like. Can you send them to me? Let me see if they're Googleable. I I've already looked. I've already I've already tried. Nothing. No. You have to dig deep for that. You have to know where to look for high school stats. Well. He went to high school in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Yeah. And you just, I mean, you have to know where, I mean, there might be websites down there that have that stuff. Like we had, what was it? Stats online or whatever. Like there were stat, there were stats here in St. Louis 
that you could you could look up like i you know all of my stats were were up online but uh, you have to know where to look like on so, the telegraph.com right is that where you were no i think it was through stl today oh okay uh god wade is not a young man no he's not <laughs> He's All right. Not. Yeah. So, Andy, this weekend in uh, St. Louis, so we only have Mickey James on the show tonight, uh, today. Uh, no other second guess. I, I wanted to reach out and get somebody from the U.S. Um, gymnastics from that because I don't know if you saw that this weekend in St. Louis, the gymnastic uh, trials are taking place at the Dome. So, oh, my, my family has tickets all weekend. Really? So yeah. they get to go see Simone Biles do her thing in person. Yes, that's that's exactly what's happening. That's awesome. That, that that's really awesome to see because she is such a special talent. Oh my god, it's unbelievable. I mean, she's you know when you get moves named after you, that's how you know that you're really really good. Yep. So that that's really cool that uh, that they they get to go and see that and when you actually see how small she is were you were, were was she in minnesota when we were there andy no but i've seen her it's like standing next to like normal sized people and she's yeah. like four foot ten yeah if that by the way i i wandered down the i wandered down the rabbit hole again this past week of looking at pictures of yao ming next to normal people oh yeah Andy, that is one of the my favorite things in the world is to look at pictures of yao ming next to other people <laughs> i like this it one of really mean jack and kevin hart <laughs> right and so that i mean that will just tickle me every time but andy i feel like this week and i know you don't have the audio ready because i know i'm not you know i know me throwing this to you or getting this you know is not fair to you at all but i saw on twitter earlier today uh funhouse back after this tweeted it out it was audio of mad dog russo doing his radio show from his house asking um asking his wife to bring him lemonade and cookies <laughs> and the way that mad dog russo asks for cookies has i mean nothing nothing can ruin my day nothing can ruin my weekend after hearing Mad Dog Russo ask his wife to bring him cookies during a radio show. I have it here, Joe. Play it for me, please. You got it. All right, here we go. The Islanders will be right, will be right there on Friday night. No, they may lose. They may lose now. But they'll be right there on Friday night. There's no question about it. All right, Can I have on. my lemonade I'll, and cookies, please, Mr. Russo? Lemonade and, a, and some cookies and a napkin? Please, that's important. Thank you. Go ahead. You may continue. <laughs> the Islanders. <laughs> this will be right. We'll be right there on Friday night. No, they may lose. They may lose now, but they'll be right there on Friday night. There's no question about it. Right, Can I have on. my lemonade I'll, and cookies, I'll, please, Mister Russo? Lemonade and, a, and some cookies and a napkin. Please, that's important. Thank you. Go ahead. You may continue. <laughs> he sounds so nice. And some cookies. And some cookies. 
But <laughs> and I mean, a napkin. You would, think, you would think that Mad Dog Russo would really give a hot take about wanting lemonade and cookies. Oh. God. So, Matt, I, I wanted to mention, I wanted to mention the, uh, the Olympics coming here. I, I will, we will talk Olympics nonstop until the Olympics are over. Andy, I didn't realize until this week, I completely forgot. I think I, I, I remember it after I saw it, but I completely forgot. Andy, this year in the Olympics, they're debuting a new sport of three on three basketball. I saw that. I need to know who is going to be on that three on three basketball team. Oh, well, let's find out. I have not seen who it uh I, I have not seen any names yet i'm googling yeah i don't know if they've named them yet i don't know what the uh what they've done oh no what the u.s men failed to qualify how is that possible uh let's see here so uh the u.s men joe failed to qualify for the olympic debut of three of three on three basketball while well, the women's team of WNBA standouts did qualify for the Tokyo Games. Uh, Stephanie Dolson, Kelsey Plum, Alicia Gray, and Katie Lou Samuelson made up the U.S. team that qualified for Tokyo by placing in the top three at a tournament in Graz, Austria, that was postponed 14 months and moved from India due to the coronavirus pandemic. <clears throat> um, Robbie Hummel, an all Big Ten forward at Purdue who briefly retired in 2017 after playing in the NBA. He played, he played at Purdue for 17 years, I believe. <laughs> headlined a U.S. heralded, uh, sorry, headlined a less heralded U.S. men's team that was eliminated in the quarterfinals by the Netherlands, 21 to 16. Hummel, who led the U.S. to the 2019 World Title, was joined in grads by Dominique Jones, Kareem Maddox, and Joey King none of whom will have played an NBA regular season game. God. What, so they couldn't use NBA players for this? I mean, even retired ones? I mean, you couldn't get like, you couldn't get like Christian Leitner and, and uh, Jalen Rose and Chris Weber to come out and play three-on-three basketball? I bet Chris Weber could still ball down in the post. Well, yeah, he can. Man, that that sucks. That's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It's soft. It really is. Man. It really is upsetting. It is. Jeez. Oh, that upsets me, Andy. It really does. So I'm, you know, I, I think we just need to, I think we're just going to put a bow on this and uh, take a break and head over to, uh, some some Mickey James talk. By the way, so Mickey James on the show coming up. Uh, for people that aren't familiar, and they're wondering why you have Mickey James on. Um, so we've talked about. I mean, we talk about wrestling all the time on this show. Of course, we do. Oh, I you you muted, uh, you muted yourself. National Wrestling Alliance (UA) that used to do wrestling at the Chase. Andy, they are bringing wrestling at the Chase back. Yes. Yeah, August 28th, 29th, 30th, and 31st. Wrestling at the Chase, in the ballroom at the Chase. They are having that on the 28th, Andy. They are having an all-women's pay-per-view that Mickey James is producing and booking. Yes. You know, Joe, do they have, do they still have the wrestling? Oh, they do. They're having the wrestling in the Olympics. But it's not that kind of wrestling. It's that Greco-Roman, it's that fake wrestling. That Greco-Roman right. wrestling. Exactly. 
Yeah. Joe, did you want to hear about some of the sports taking place in Tokyo? We can do that. No, we have another week to do that. We have, we have time to do okay. that down, uh, yeah, down the road. I just wanted to mention the gymnastics and the three on three uh, this week. I just wanted to get that out of the, uh, out of the way for this week on the, uh, on the show, but yeah, so Mickey James talks about that. They also have a pay-per-view. It's NW. This is the 73rd anniversary of NWA wrestling. That'll be the pay-per-view on fight TV. That'll be on the 29th. And then they will do their TV tapings on the 30th and the 31st. Very cool. So, that is that is everything that they have coming up there uh, for that. So Mickey and I, we talk for almost a half an hour, Andy. It's I mean, we go on for a long time. It's a very, very good interview. So if you're a wrestling fan, I, uh, I urge you to check out the uh, the next interview that we have with uh, with Mickey James. So that's what we have coming up this uh, this week on the uh, on the show. Hopefully you all enjoy it right here on Weekend Joe. Hey, I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, I mentioned Munganaz, Salt, and Toyota. Like, I'm going to say it again, Andy. If you, if we had a listener text me this week. He texted me saying, hey, you know, what's, what's this car rental stuff that you talk about? And I said, hey, you know what? Just don't, don't ask me about it. Here's Jamie Burkhart's number. The owner there at Munganas Burkhart Alton Toyota. Text him. Text the owner and ask him. He texted me back today and he said 60% less than what Enterprise or Avis wanted. This is a, the, the car he got was a hybrid too. He said it's 54 miles to the gallon. That's going to save him money uh, on that. And he said he's already thinking about buying this car when he brings it back to them. Wow. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. That is the, uh, the kind of car, the kind of offer, the kind of service you're going to get from Munganas Alton Toyota by doing that. If, hit me up uh, on any social media account, hit me up and ask me about it. I will give you Jamie's number. If you're in the market for a car, I know a lot of car places don't have cars, rental car places, expensive as hell. Just hit me up. I, Jamie will hook you up. Jamie will make you a deal at Munganas Alton Toyota, the title sponsor here of Weekend Joe. We will take a break here on Weekend Joe, driven by Munganas St. Louis Acura, Munganas Alton Toyota, right here on ClaibsOnline.com. You're listening to Weekend Joe here on ClaibsOnline.com, sponsored by Collinsville Auto Body. Collinsville Auto Body is at 911 North Bluff Road in Collinsville. And hey, they will work with most insurance providers to get you back on the road fast. If you're in a collision with a deer or anything else, uh, Collinsville Auto Body will help you out as I can speak to from past experience. Plus, I've known the family that's owned Collinsville Auto Body for at least the past 20 years now, maybe even longer. And I can tell you that it's good people doing great work at Collinsville Auto Body. 911 North Bluff Road in Collinsville. Another fine sponsor here of Weekend Joe. And welcome back into Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura, Munganass Alton Toyota here on ClaibsOnline.com. It was a few weeks ago that NWA Wrestling announced that they were coming back to St. Louis, bringing wrestling at the chase back to St. Louis. It's so many events that they have, one of those being the all-women's pay-per-view that will be the weekend of August 28th here in town. And we talk with the woman that's going to be producing the entire show. 
She is Mickey James, and she joins us now. Mickey, thank you so much for uh, for jumping on with us. Oh, of course. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so I'm so excited about this event. I'm so excited about the whole weekend. It's yeah. I'm happy and I'm happy to see you and talk to you again. So here we are. I know I, you know, there's so many times like talking. So as you, you know, as you know, we've, we've met, uh, if people aren't familiar, you, you and I have met and talked to each other a few times on radio row at, uh, at the Super Bowl down in Atlanta and in Miami. And you were, uh, you were a guest with us on uh, the radio show or the podcast that I did with road warrior animal yeah. for, uh, for so long. And I, I, you know, hearing the stories about what St. Louis meant to to Animal back in the day and talking to other wrestlers and hearing what St. Louis meant to them. I need to ask, start off with you. So what was your, I guess, history, I guess, growing up, following wrestling at the chase? Uh, how, how, how much did you know about that leading into this planning of the show? Um, well, you know, obviously I grew up on a lot of NWA, Georgia Championship Wrestling. Like that was kind of our Saturday sun, like that was what it was when I was watching. And obviously it was WWF days and a lot of still the territory. So you think about the history of going back to the chase. I mean, wrestling hasn't been there in almost 40 years. And so many people have tried to get into that wrestling, you know, have tried to get in there since they stopped shooting television. And that's such a huge part of NWA history, if you think about it, um, and they wouldn't they wouldn't do it. And so now to think for the first time in almost forty years, NWA is coming back, and we're doing this all women's pay per view. The first female to be the executive producer on an all female led pay per view. First NWA's women's all pay per view. So it's kind of like a lot of monumental historical stuff happened. Then there's the NWA 73 event, the huge anniversary. So for us to be able to go back to Chase, go back to St. Louis, where there's so much, you know, Harley race, there's just so much history there. Um, and then to be able to go shoot television the two days after to go back to that old school feel of like how television was shot. You know, it's, it's going to be a really, really cool weekend. And I think, you know, with the NWA, it's, it's very much like, you know, you the the that old school feel with modern modern twists you know so old school values with modern delivery <laughs> and so that's really what we love because i think you know one thing about wrestling is it's wrestling and it's still very much a part of the product that i fell in love with was that kind of old school delivery and promos and and the podium and and the different characters and how they intertwined and so i'm i'm excited i'm like I'm really excited. I'm on the hunt for the best female talent out there for the show. So I, you know, I was going to, I wanted to bring that up. So I, I'm sure I, as knowing and talking to wrestling promoters uh, <laughs> that I have in the past, I know that when a show is announced, there's a, in the, in the industry, it's the, Hey brother, that, <laughs> 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 that guys will get texted to them or yeah. <laughs> coming up to a show. So how many women, uh, I, I guess, how many have you had to reach out to? Because I'm guessing um, a lot of people have reached out to you. A lot of people have reached out to me. And, and so I think I've really, like a lot of people have reached out to me, but also I am still, like I've been on the phone since this has happened, making calls, trying to make some real cool moments happen, some stuff that's like a little bit hopefully groundbreaking or like really just trying to find a way to highlight women's wrestling in a, in a way that it hasn't been presented before. I mean, I go, I look and I know that all of my, you know, 
victories in my career and all of my, you know, things that I've been blessed with to do have all been given to me by a man, you know, like we've had men writing television for 60 years, however long, 60 some years that has been on television, broadcasted and syndicated kind of thing. But we've never really seen it from a woman's perspective. And we've never really seen women portrayed on television in the wrestling realm from a woman's perspective, you know, it's been from like a male's and I know that we target and that is our audience. It's a very male dominated sport, but I feel like there's a, a unique space where UFC is doing it now. Boxing's kind of doing it. Now everybody's kind of embracing that there is a specific market that where we can grab those women and bring them back in and really cultivate a, a product that relates to them a little bit more. And so it's not that they're not wrestling women, wrestling fans aren't out there. It's just that we don't, go after them, you know? So that's who I'm trying to get. So when you, <laughs> when, when you say that, what, uh, what ideas, or I, I'm not asking you to you know give anything away as far as what might be on the show, but what kind of ideas when you, when you say that, do you think would be different coming from a women's perspective uh, in booking a show or, or a match? Oh, that's a really good question. But I, I think it's more like, obviously for empower and for the pay-per-view itself, you know, it's, it's a, pay-per-view event, the first of many to come, right? So out of this, I really like would love to be able to tell those stories from a female's perspective. Cause I don't think, you know, a lot of times when you're we're written television or whatever, it's based on a very like what what we feel is going to be like what females would get upset over. And I don't think it's very much like always in line with 2021 and what females get upset over. Right. Like so just more depth, I think, and more like real the, the difference is, too, is that there's so much female talent out there in the wrestling capacity that that this new, you know, evolution and, and, and this new realization that women can go is I think it's always been a thing, but it's just starting to get recognized and more respect. And so out of that, I think it's time that we can really level up our game as women overall to be presented in a way that is in the same capacity as the men, you know. Yeah. And we do a lot of that and there's been a lot of forward movement of that, but I just would really love to help do that and help build some new stars, the stars of tomorrow, those untapped talents that you haven't seen yet, you know, and perhaps some of these like really, really great talents, but just haven't had that one moment, you know, like that's all you need is that one, of the one time the right person sees you at the right time and that one opportunity. And then it, that your whole world can change. And if you can, be a catalyst for something like that. And as much as I love this business and I've lived through it for the last 20 years and all the ebbs and flows and ups and downs, and I've had a remarkable career and I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful for the men that have been able to give me those careers. But I think that there could have been a lot of cool different things that had happened had perhaps a women, I had a female voice in there kind of going, well, women don't really think like that. Or maybe we could just to make it more in line with how it truly is, you know, just more authentic. And I think that, even today's market in television, you look at how television is presented and we're all, we're getting so far removed from the, that reality based television and more authentic kind of space. And so that's kind of what I'm thinking. That's kind uh, of so the, the, the talent that's already there at NWA that we know about, one of the names that you just were talking about, Serena Deeb, who just lost the women's title there. She has, she was in WWE uh, back in the day Okay. And didn't have any kind of, I, I don't want to say it wasn't a memorable run. It wasn't a top card type run that she 
would have had back in the day there, but then kind of reemerges uh, the past few years. And you kind of watch it, watch what she's done and you go, where, why was it, you know, why did nobody else see this right. with, with what she's doing now in, in NWA and she's had a few matches on AEW and now she's getting to showcase I know. Her, her talents and some of the other names, you know, Camille Brickhouse and Thunder Rosa. You guys, I mean, you guys have really, really talented wrestlers to choose from right there on your roster. We do. We have some incredible, we have Genocide and we have, we just got Kylie Ray. We have Thunder Rosa, I mean, who has so much respect. And, and I think how she's done it, because she's done it in a really like underground grassroots sort of way. And so I truly like respect that. And I feel like there's so much there and I, she's doing stuff with mission pro and she's doing her own thing to kind of help same kind of team, same dream and to elevate women's wrestling. You know, I look at Serena's career and I I've known Serena since she moved from Virginia down to Louisville uh, to train at OBW. And I, I remember the first day when I saw her and she was so passionate and just loved this business so much. And I knew then that she was going to be a star. And I knew then when she first debuted on television and she kind of, put her in the, the that punk that CM Punk role and shaved her head and I remember having a conversation with her about shaving her head and I'm like that's a big sis like that's a big thing like I don't it's because it's going to change everything but you're in this cool space so like this is obviously a decision that you make as yourself as a character this is a huge opportunity because Punk was just boom, boom, boom. He was going right like and to be able to align herself with that I just think it was unfortunate because she was put in that role, she was a better wrestler than 90% of the girls on the roster, but she never got to wrestle or show it. And it was unfortunate because she could, she's always been able to go, you know what I mean? She's always been, that was her passion was the wrestling, you know? And then you think you fast forward, she's had so many chances, so many like look where it was just like a little bit, but then taken away. And then you go, she finally does get hired, get brought back for the May Young Classic or whatever. And then she finally gets hired, but as a trainer, and she's only 30 years old. You know, she's only, she's young. She's training girls that are older than her, but she's been in the business so good, so good. But she, it was almost too good. It's almost like she was too good, you know? So I think now, unfortunately, because of the pandemic, and then she ended up having, you know, taking leave from that job or whatever, how it, but then it opened up this whole new, and I think that she finally has a chance to show, like, what she's, what she's made of and, and like how good she really is and why everybody has wanted her to help teach the future. Right. Because she are, she's so, she's that good. And her as our, you know, NWA champion, it was remark. It was awesome. She, she was an amazing champion. Camille is going to be an amazing champion. She's, you know, I know she's new and she's fresh on the scene, but I think that she's done it the right way. Like she really took her time to like, hone in her skill set, hone in who she is as, as a, as a champion, as a, as a commodity on the show and aligning herself with Nick and kind of learning through osmosis, you know, and um, yeah, she's going to be a, a force to be reckoned with. And she's a very, I mean, she looks like a champion. She walks like a champion. She talks like a champion and she's, you know, you think about it like, Oh, it feels like a slow build. It's taken her three years to get to that moment, but she was a, all she was was a bodyguard when she first came in. So think about how much she's grown in that space. And I was like, God, that took me years to get to that space, you know? So for me, I'm like three years is not that long to get to, I, what, to become champion. As you sit here and look at producing this show, booking this show, 
selfishly, is there a dream match in your mind for you, a spot for you on this card? Is there a dream match left for you in, in your career with everything that you've done? Oh, gosh. Um, I think, you know, I look at the town cause that's what I've been studying is looking at all this talent and like, there's so much good talent out there. You know, there really is, um, you know, I, I see like, you know, the, the women's tournament that Maria's doing at ring of honor. And so I've been scoping that out and trying to, trying to see what's going on over there. Um, obviously Britt Baker is all the talk right now, but I think she's scared of me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, I, I, I would love to do, you know, and then I, I look at Deanna Perrazzo. I look at, I look at Camille down the road. I don't really know. Obviously my focus on this show is to make it the best show that I possibly can. And I think that it's a big, it was a big step for me to step into an executive producer role. And I want to take, like, I take that job very seriously because now you know, the weight of this show is on my shoulders and I only want to put out the best product as possible. And I promise to give women who haven't had a chance to shine, haven't had, you know, those diamonds in the rough. Will I appear on the show? Yes. Will I wrestle on the show while I'm trying to produce this pay-per-view? Probably not. You know what I mean? Because I would like to save that moment and save that. I don't want to wear too many hats and then my pro and then the show suffers right or you know i'm this show is not about me and i think that's the point this show isn't about me it's about women's wrestling as a whole and being able to showcase all of them and and an equal space and, and platform so that's what the ultimate goal is for me well and the the backing behind this uh owner nwa owner billy corgan you yeah. and i are about the same age mickey uh, how long did it take you to go from Billy Corgan being the lead singer of the Smashing Pumpkins in your eyes to the owner of uh, NWA? It's crazy to me. It's crazy. And you know, what's funny is because, you know, and thank God for Billy. He's so smart and he gets the vision and he sees the vision. And I think it's really strange for me um, that it was him that goes, hey, here, here's the keys. You take them. Go ahead. You know, it's to me, it's a weird parallel universe because I have known Billy for 20 years at this point. I met him at one of the first NWA tapings way back when, like Alexis Lurie days. So I've known Billy and I've been Billy's friend for, for a long time. And I've seen, obviously I've watched the growth of the NWA and seen how much they've done him and my husband, Nick, like they've really, and, and everyone at NWA, they've really breathed like new life into the NWA. Like you think back and it's like, I remember even on the Indies prior to getting signed and there was NWA Texas and NWA this one and NWA that was like, it, it separated so much and it almost had not lost the nostalgia, but it really didn't feel like the NWA anymore. Right. So, and I think him coming in and going, no, this is, this is about the history and the wrestling history as a whole. And, you know, the NWA name has so much nostalgia and so much respect, especially like you can say something to, to my dad and reference NWA and he would get it like that. Whereas WWE for him, like it was just a new generation, you know? So it's a very traditional type of wrestling fan. Um, but yeah, I think that they, that he just kind of like pushed back for a minute and started closing off some of those doors and said, no, everything that we put out, with the NWA, if I'm going to own it and, and I'm putting my stamp on it, if we're going to do it and it started small and they started grassroots and they just kind of, and now there's just so much love and, and respect. And it's just the way they've, they're shooting it. It's just so different. It's so different than anything, anything else that's on television right now. So 
it's just amazing. It's really, really amazing to see. And so to be able to see that from the sidelines as I'm working and then they're working over here and I've been obviously like very supportive. Um, you know, my husband's like the longest reigning champion ever. He's had that. Yeah, he's had it for a real Ooh, long time. What? How? What? How? What? Uh, so we're recording this on June twenty second. Uh, when? Like, do you know the date or around oh the date God. that he it's been like? He won it off Cody, right? He he won he it did. back off of Cody after he lost it at all. I don't all. want to misquote the actual days because it's <clears> been it's been like one of the longest one of the longest reigns. I'll have to get back to you on that. Yeah, I was going to say, I know it's had it for a, for a really very, long very, time. And obviously, you know, during the pandemic, there was a whole, uh, you know, they kind of stopped filming because out of safety for everyone. And, the, and mm-hmm. so they stopped. But, and then they've just kind of come back out of as everything's kind of opened back up. They've just come back out of it. And that's I think that's the other thing is because we did or they did decide, hey, for our employees, for our, our wrestlers, I want to just kind of put, put the brakes right now until we figure out what's going on here in the world, because that's more important. Um, and so to come back out the gate, it had to be a statement. And I think this is a huge statement. And for him to do it and kind of see it. But I, I go too, because a lot of people, I don't know if people know this or not, but I also do music. And so I have been working, I've been working on my third album, but I've, I put out my first album in 2010. And have always been and dabbling in music and writing, creating. So I've never even really leaned on Billy to go like, Hey, help me in music because he's my friend. You know, like, I don't Mm. like, I'll let, he would listen to it and tell me what he thought here and there. But it was always weird to even ask him for any help. Cause I go like, you know how it is. It's like every, like, it's almost like everybody wants something. Like I didn't want that relationship because he was genuinely my friend. I just want it. But, He's helped out with, you know, gave me a lot of advice on my last single, but it was just, that's what I kind of think is fine, is really ironic that it took someone who's from the music world, but is earning all this respect and love in the wrestling world to give me these keys who, and here I am someone from the wrestling. That's what I'm known and loved and respected for. Who's trying to like merge over and, and, and have people look at my music in the kind of the same space. So it's like the way these worlds, it's just weird to me, but it's awesome. And with the other businesses that you're you're involved in, charity work and the music, so when when that call came from the WWE, letting you know that you were you were being let go during during the pandemic, and for for some wrestlers it would have been devastating, and I'm sure it I'm sure it hurt at the time. Yeah. But you have so much other stuff going on too that it it just immediately like right into the next thing and and yeah, right. I- yeah, it's crazy. Well, I, I you would think I thought that I was going to be more devastated, but I've learned not to be devastated about anything in this business because it'll it can it's a it's show business. It can break your heart if you you know, and it's broken my heart before. So that's kind of where I was like, oh, I was disappointed. I think that would be the word that I would use. I was like, I was more disappointed because I honestly did have like these hopes or aspirations or kind of goals that I really wanted to kind of check off and like be able to transition into a role similar to this. Um, and that's okay. It's, it's all good. Like it's, it is what it is. Everybody's journey's different, but I think the beautiful thing is, is that I do have an amazing support system. There's obviously, I have friends everywhere in this business, even still there, I have friends, you know, and I'll, yeah, I think that for me 
to even transition and to think about what's next. I think that I would really love to be able to create something for women for the future. And, and I want this to be more than just a pay-per-view or a one-off pay-per-view. I'd really like to be able to do a, a brand, a show, and, and however that is where we can really like showcase some of these up-and-coming talents and some of the best talents that just haven't been signed yet. Um, however, um, I just know, like I have Legacy Sups with my husband. We started that at the beginning of the year and it's grown so much, you know, and then my music and then being a mom and my horses and, you know, Gaw TV, which I do with my girlfriends on Wednesdays. Like, it's like all these things that are kind of juggling. And um, so, yeah, it's, not, but I think that it kind of, they say when, you know, one door closes, like all these new ones open, you know, you just have to take a second to kind of, look for them or see them, you know, and, and it's often, I think before I was so devastated that I didn't see them right away. Right. Cause I was too much in my, Oh, this is devastating mind, you know, but now I'm just like, it just had took a second. I was like, Oh, well that sucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I know so that's kind of really like I was sitting on my porch outside and I got off the call and I was like, Oh, that kind of stinks. And I'm like, yeah, it's a little bit like, oh, that sucks. And I remember looking at my husband and I'm like, I just got released. And he's like, his face like was like, he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. It'll be good. We're going to be great. It's like no big deal. It's all good. And now we have uh, August 28th to look forward to wrestling at the Chase. Mickey, so you're you're on right now in St. Louis. I'm looking here. I don't see any matches or anything announced yet. Here is a perfect opportunity for you to give breaking news and announce something for the card right here with uh, with me. I'm giving you the chance right now. Gonna, oh, you want the top secret. <laughs> you want the top secret. Um, I haven't announced any matches for um, for Empower yet because I've told you I'm I'm making de- I'm I'm. I'm Mike Farrell's brother, brother. Um, is there will... one call right now? I don't need a name, but is there one call that you are sitting there looking at your phone every five minutes waiting for somebody to text or call back? Vince. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I will make this announcement, and I was actually going to make uh, a bigger announcement, and we were getting ready to actually film, that I have, because you know, Billy has been so gracious and we're working on empower together and, you know, he's given me the platform to really kind of bring, help bring my vision to life. Um, I promised him and I could say this now that I would wrestle at NWA 73. Wow. I will wrestle and I'm looking for an opponent. And so that was the announcement I was going to do. And it's going to do it on gall on Wednesday, but also, this is like an open challenge. Like I want to know who wants to wrestle me at NWA 73 because I want it to be an awesome match and I want it to be one of the best. So that's who I'm looking for. That is awesome. Have you, uh, have you had a chance to come here to St. Louis and look at the venue and see everything yet? Um, I've seen pictures of the inside. I've obviously been to St. Louis lots and I right. come back. I love St. Louis. Um, I've seen, and obviously I've seen all the footage of all the old footage and then, uh, you know, as we're gone in there with cameras and trying to figure out where the placements and stuff seen, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So we're going to do a whole bougie party. You know this, right? Like rolling out the red carpet, all kinds of good stuff. So 
I hope you're coming. Are you coming? I listen to this. So I will be there. I will be there on August 30th and 31st. I'm doing the Chicago triathlon on August 29th. Good luck. You know, the 31st is my birthday. That so that's yeah, it's even that makes it even bougier for a for a party, right? Yes. A bougie birthday party. And there are plenty of great places the to to celebrate your birthday in St. Louis. So we'll right. we'll make sure to do it up big. But yeah, I'm gonna miss the 28th and the 29th, but I will be there on the 30th and the 31st for uh, everything that you guys are doing on those days. That is going to be great. It's going to be great. I'm hoping we sell out all four days. Like You're you're talking wrestling at the chase in St. Louis. It's going to sell out really fast. But they had media out there, like the local Fox station reporting live from in front of the chase, uh, like the next day after the announcement, which was wild to me. I was like, whoa, this this is huge. Yeah. It, it, any, I, I'm telling you, so I am, you know, when, I've, I've been doing a lot of wrestling talk and stuff throughout the years. I, I've been in St. Louis for 12 years now. And anytime that I would bring up current stuff, it, it was always anybody that was, you know, any of the older veteran radio guys, TV guys would always be like, oh, have you ever watched wrestling at the chase? And I'm, I'm 36. So right. no, I, I'd never watched wrestling at the chase. Right. You know, so but that would always be what they would go back to. If I would bring up wrestling, they would bring up wrestling at the chase. I would bring up John Cena or the rock. And it was, Oh, Harley race, you know, Ted DiBiase, Ric Flair, that stuff. So that's always what I would get. So it, it does not surprise me at all that, that the, the local affiliates around here are going crazy for everything. It's going to be hot. It is Mickey. Thank you so much. Uh, Where, uh, where should people look online or should they just follow social media for all of the announcements? Um, they can follow my social media. If you go to mickeyjames.com, obviously you can see all where to follow me on all the things. Um, nwa.com for all the announcements there. Um, obviously it's going to be live on fight TV. So if you're going to get the pay-per-views, they're going to be live on fight TV. Um, and, uh, Billy, you can follow Billy. Um, you can follow, yeah. NWA, myself, God TV. You'll, we're going to be pumping stuff out all for next two months. So yeah. Awesome, Mickey. Can't wait. And thank you so much for your time. No, you're amazing. Thank you so much. It's good to see you. You too. That is Mickey James joining us here on Weekend Joe again. The end of August, August 28th, 29th, 30th, 31st, Wrestling at the Chase returns the NWA, bringing it back for four days, starting with Empower, then NWA 73, and then two television tapings on the uh, on the 30th and the 31st. It's going to be a great time. Here in St. Louis, as uh, you know, these companies, AEW realizes it. They're having a few shows at the uh, in September, or I guess November. I'm sorry, November at AEW at the end of August. I'm sure WWE will be back here at some point. All these companies realize that uh, that wrestling in St. Louis is important. Hey, this is Weekend Joe, driven by Munganas St. Louis Acura. And Munganas Alton Toyota here on ClavesOnline.com. Also, hey, we are sponsored by Glory Pro Wrestling, another great uh, indie promotion here in uh, right here in our backyard in St. Louis. They've been running shows at the South Broadway Athletic Club, and coming up on July 25th, the Heat Is On is the next show. On the schedule, all the first row tickets are sold out. Actually, the fastest that the first row tickets ever sold out in the company's history. And that's because of who's on the card. It is going to be headlined by 
uh, AEW's Ethan Page. All ego Ethan Page is who is going to be headlining the show in July. July 25th is when that uh, is. And hey, they just announced the main event for uh, for that week as well. It is going to be Jake something, the new Crown of Glory champion against the number one contender, Mike Outlaw. Going to be one hell of a match. It's going to be Jake Outlaw's first title defense since recapturing it at the last show. Uh, the Midwest Territory Championship will be on the line. And as I mentioned, Ethan Page will be back in action. And I know that Corey Inskip, another one of our sponsors, uh, the Inskip Law Firm, his favorite tag team in Glory Pro, the uh, Hala Beefcake, Idris Abraham and, Th- uh, and Joey... Um, I'm sorry. It's uh, and Joey uh, Joe Coleman. Joe Coleman. That's right. They uh, they're, they're back. They they weren't traveling during COVID. They weren't doing shows anywhere during COVID. They were the former United Glory Tag Team Champions, and they had to relinquish the titles during COVID. They want them back. They will be at in their first match in over a year at Glory Pros show. Uh, the heat is on coming up on July 25th. Head over to the uh, to their website. It's GloryProWrestling.com. Check out tickets. They, I, I believe, they're back at full capacity at South Broadway Athletic Club for the show at the end of July as well. Going to be one hell of a night there at the South Broadway Athletic Club. When uh, we come back, wrap things up, talk about a uh, well, a career, a, a show that is coming to an end in Crack Slippers today as, uh, as we will end things for us today here on Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura and Munganass Alton Toyota here on ClabesOnline.com. The Inskip Law Firm wants you to know that whether you need a will or trust, long-term care planning for a loved one, a special needs trust, or more, that you've come to the right place with them. Maybe you don't know what you need. At the Inskip Law Firm, they explain everything that you need to know, and they answer every question. And their process is easy, straightforward, and understandable. There's no preparation necessary and nothing to bring. Their services are customized to suit your unique needs and wishes, and they will work with you to uncomplicate the complicated. The Inskip Law Firm prides themselves on responsiveness and quick turnaround. You'll always know the fees up front, and always receive a personalized plan that reflects your own unique needs. You can call now to set up a COVID-safe in-person or virtual consultation at 314-818-0344 or find them online at inskiplaw.com. Final segment here of Weekend Joe, Andy, as I am sitting in my car right now at, I believe it's Blackburn Park, I think is the name I of it. I didn't discover that girl. last week. Yeah, Blackburn Park. Yeah, uh, I, did, I did this last month. I sat in the pavilion. This time I'm sitting in my car right, uh, recording uh, Weekend Joe as I have a uh, softball game at 9.30 tonight out here. Uh, Going to be playing third base, Andy. Going to be playing third base. I have my mask. I have my, uh, my face guard that I wear when I play third base. Yeah. Um, I got my, my wraps for my leg. I, I am set. I am ready to go. Go do it. Be I a will. champion today, Joe. Yeah. Hey, it's weekend. Joe driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura Munganass Alton Toyota here on clavesonline.com. Uh, the folks at Munganass St. Louis Acura. I, I know a lot of places they're there. They don't have cars. Munganass St. Louis Acura over 200 cars on the lot right now. You can go to their website. 
Their website will tell you how much inventory they have there on the lot. It'll tell you what they have on the lot. If you want that 2022 MDX, Andy, they will help you get that 2022 MDX. And oh my God, is that a nice looking car out at Munganass St. Louis Acura. Uh, Clayton Patterson, Jamie Burkhart, they will get you into the car you want at Munganass St. Louis Acura, the title sponsor here of Weekend Joe and the sponsor of our road trips here on Weekend Joe on Claves Online. Coming up in two weeks, headed to Denver, Colorado for the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. So much coverage there all weekend long, all week long. It's not a weekend. It's a Sunday through Wednesday that will be there. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday is when all the events are. Lots of stuff to uh, to talk about out there. Lots of people to talk to out there. It'll be a really fun time in Denver with lots of content coming your way on ClabesOnline.com. Uh, um, so, Andy, we uh, we will have that. We'll have more on that next week. More Olympic stuff next week as well. But Andy, um, I don't know. I guess you know what I'm I'm going to call this a crack slipper because I don't think a lot of people know about it. If you would do the honors, please. Some stories just aren't meant to hit the mainstream news, and we picked those stories up here on Weekend Joe. These are the Crack Slippers with Joe Roderick on ClaimsOnline.com. Andy, uh, so I don't know if, if many people saw this, but tonight, so we're recording this Thursday night. Andy, tonight is the last night ever of Conan O'Brien on TV. Yeah, I, what's going on with that? I saw that. I think he's just, I think Andy, he, he doesn't see value in doing late night anymore on, on TBS. I think he, I, I think he sees more value in doing podcasts and stuff online. Okay. Where I, I think he will be on demand for that. I know, I think he's doing a few different podcasts. I think he has a few others planned and I think he's partnering with other media groups. Andy, I, I think he has been on, I mean, think of how long he has been on your TV. Uh, I think since pretty much since Letterman premiered on CBS back in 93. Is that, is it that long? I, I think so. I, and so, I mean, he's been on, I mean, he, for years I, on NBC, how many, and then he got the, and then the whole Jay Leno debacle that right. NBC really just, I mean, screwed up entirely and screwed him over. Uh, with and you you look at that and then you look at everything he's done on TBS over the years and I, I can't I don't I don't think his heart has been in it because tell me the last time that you remember seeing a Conan O'Brien skit go viral it's been a long time yeah I don't and know if the desire had been there and late night with Conan O'Brien was must-see TV I mean it was such must-see TV that Comedy Central replayed it the next day at like 6 p.m. Yeah. <clears throat> My favorite bit was always uh, the year 2000 when he did that. Bit. Year that, was, 2000. That, that was one of my favorite bits that he uh, that he did. And to this day, I mean, that's the only studio show I've ever been to is a Conan O'Brien show that, uh, that that I've been. I to. always enjoyed Robert Smigel in the uh, and and Triumph the, the the comic the insult comic uh, the insult dog. Yeah, I uh, I went to an episode. Uh, it was Halloween, Andy. I guess it would have been eight years ago, uh, maybe 2012, or I guess October, maybe 2012, 2013, uh, somewhere around there. I, I went to um, the went to the Halloween show when I was in LA for a bachelor party. 
And the whole process of getting in, getting out, doing it was was really smooth. It was really cool. Uh, I believe it was Chelsea Handler and Nat Faxon were the guests. Oh, how that? Chelsea, I think we talked. How about Chelsea Handler? I, I mean, I think it was funny. Like, I just, I don't, nothing memorable happened. I remember he, I remember the opening monologue he made. It was talking Halloween. And I remember there was a funny Jay Leno joke that was in there. Yeah. Uh, at the time, I, that's those are the few things I remember. Afterwards, Andy, we we went somewhere on the on the beach on Manhattan Beach and just drank a lot. So oh, that's fun. Yeah, dressed as the uh, dress dressed as uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple contestants. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> those those are the things I remember from uh, from that night. The few things I remember, but yeah, I mean, I feel like the piece of late night is is going away. Actually, Joe, it looks like he's expected to launch a new variety show on HBO Max in 2021. Yeah, and again, I mean, how, you know, that's not going to be stand. It's not going to be late night. It's not going to be every night. It's it's going to be something different that, that he does. And I, I know the podcast he has now, what is it, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend or Wants a Friend or something like that, that he's, uh, that he's currently doing. He's going to be fine. He's going to make money. He's going to get tens of not hundreds of thousands of downloads to whatever he podcasts and people will pay him. He's just not going to be on TV Monday through Thursday anymore. Uh, net worth of $150 million. I think he's fine. That's, uh, that's really, that's cool. That, that really is cool. He's, I think for what he, I mean, he is such a comedy genius. I have no problem saying that. I think from you look at the work he did with SNL and the Simpsons, and everything that he has done in his career, I think it's it's nice that he is getting this kind of send off, um, this you know this kind of attention tonight or this week that he's uh, that he's been receiving. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So yeah, that'll. I, I know he did. Um, I, I didn't. I didn't realize that he had a bit going with um, Paul Rudd over the past twenty twenty five years. That he had a bit uh, funny, but if you go and watch it, I, I know they did it one more time on his show this past uh, this past week. I've but I guess heard of this. Remind me of what it is, though. Paul Rudd, since his very first time that he appeared on the show promoting the series finale of Friends, has shown the exact same clip every single time, and it's right. from a movie that nobody has ever heard of or seen. It, and the clip is a kid going down a hill on a wheelchair and falling into a river. <laughs> and every time Paul Rudd has been on the show, he goes, yeah, hey, I brought a, I brought a clip from my latest movie. <laughs> and every time Conan O'Brien will go, okay, let's throw the clip. And it's been the exact same clip for 25 years. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, <laughs> and after every time Paul Rudd just sits there so happy with what he just promoted <laughs> as if as if he actually just promote showed a clip from the work that he's doing that's so funny yeah so it's it's really good stuff uh, so yeah check that out if you if you have the uh if you have the chance so that's gonna uh that's gonna do it for our show today andy uh what do you got going on this weekend uh, you know, Joe, not a whole lot. I'm just playing golf a little bit, but uh, maybe some pool time. I hope. Any new fun. courses? No, just going to Gateway. 
All right, we'll hit him straight this weekend. Uh, hope the ankle's feeling better and you're able to uh, you're able to yeah, do well. It's, Andy. It is feeling pretty good, actually. I was just thinking about that today. Awesome. I'm about to go play some softball, and uh, we hope that all of you have a great weekend as well uh, here in uh, whatever it is that you guys are doing this weekend. That'll do it for us here on Weekend Joe. Hey, we're driven each and every week by Munganass St. Louis Acura and Munganass Alton Toyota. And we're right here each and every week on ClaybesOnline.com. With over 500 vehicles in stock, St. Louis Acura has one of the best inventories in the Midwest. We sold a record 214 cars in April and want to break that record in May. Our customers have always been our number one priority. That's why we are the nation's only 29-time Acura Precision Team winner for customer satisfaction. We offer free vehicle pickup and delivery to your home or office. St. Louis Acura, better than ever for you.